0: Hello and welcome back to our study of Pnenei Halacha, the teachings of Rebel Leezer Malamed Shlita. Wishing everyone who's listening today a very happy Lag Baomer, certainly a joyous date on our calendar and hope that we celebrate and mark it accordingly. Our next chapter, What about situations where someone has difficulty giving Maser? So let's look at the questions. If somebody finds himself with some financial hardship, is he required to take a loan so that he can give maaser? He says a person should delay giving maaser until his situation improves. And he should keep an accounting, in his notebook, and his ledger, how much he should be giving. And then when a the situation gets better, hopefully when it improves his financial standing, then he can give up the maser, which he owes, so to speak, which he has not been able to give until now. So for example, if someone owes money to his friend, and he cannot pay back the loan and he also cannot pay better he should pay back his loan and then later on he can make up and pay back the Meiser that is owed so the loan should come first next question so this is an Israeli concept the concept of Minus I'm not quite familiar with it, I've only heard from people, but the status of minus is that one can easily, it's almost like mm-hmm. de rigueur, that people have overdrawn bank accounts. So if someone has a minus, which means a minus, so if a person is in a negative state in his bank account, do you have to give Meister? So listen to this answer, I love this the way he writes it. <laughs> he says, generally speaking, one should not be in a minus. Some say that there's actually a prohibition of interest, complicated situation. This certainly is not wise. He says, first, you should make up what's missing in your bank account, restore it to the plus side, and only after that should you give my However, if someone is in a perpetual situation of always in minus, doesn't know how to manage money, and he's always in a negative state, he should then still give Meister even if he knows his account's going to be in minus. He says it shouldn't be any worse than the fees or whatever it is that you have to pay being in the negative in your bank account. The ma'aser shouldn't suffer as a result. Next question. Someone who is so poor that he cannot support his family with the basic needs. Does he have to write down in his ledger any profit he may get and then he'll put that in abeyance until he can, as far as Meister is concerned? So that hopefully one day, when he does become successful financially, he'll be able to give that money to Tadaka. Or do we say that, no, he's completely exempt? And you don't have to pay money, mycer, for the money that you had when you were poor. In other words, if a person is in a poor state, are you in a requirement to give miser or not? Teshuvah, and the answer is, Someone who cannot provide basic needs for the family certainly is exempt from miser virakashir khif hashamask vullo and only when Hashem widens and broadens his parameters meaning when he becomes more financially stable then yashil hafish meiser ravakh then only from his extra money that he has should he give meiser and the final question in this chapter haym efshibamakam la seist master levate avodos <laughs> khashmal avor yeshiva she anim on yali trumlo fekitelahshir dasalosavadoshali la fi tarifa kabua ul fi tarif muzal an interesting question. Let's say someone, instead of giving Meister money, wants to give services. So let's say someone wants to work in electric work. So he wants to give electric work to the yeshiva, I want to donate money to the yeshiva, and I want to give Meister to you yeshiva, the Torah study, as we've discussed. He doesn't have the funds, but he can give his expertise. He can give his professional labor. Let's say he's an electrician. So how does he measure his rate? Does it go by the going rate, or do you have to give a discount, a discounted rate to the yeshiva in terms of the labor that you perform? Here's the answer. If this type of work is something that the yeshiva would have to pay money for, and therefore, your service is tantamount to money. It's, it has monetary value, and therefore, much as if you would write a check or if you would give them the value of that check in sense of doing the labor for the yeshiva, it's the same thing. And therefore, he says, a person should... Consider the work that you're doing, perhaps at the discounted rate. Because when you do work for a friend, when you hire a friend to do a job for you, generally they're going to give you some sort of discount. So similarly with the yeshiva, if they're going to hire an electrician that they know and wants to do good for the yeshiva, ostensibly they would use the discounted rate. Maybe they'll think that Person wants to jack up the rate, so to speak, so that he can get out of paying miser. He says, therefore, to exit any sort of doubts, you give a discounted rate. And obviously, this is what you do for yeshiva. You don't want to overcharge yeshiva, you don't want to cost them more money. We should further note. And he says, since this type of job for the electrician or for the tradesperson, whoever it is, that this is something that he could have received money, so we should only calculate 90% of that, since had he been paid for the job for someone else, he would have to give 10% to miser. So therefore, it's already discounted, therefore we should give the discounted rate. But this is an interesting question in and of itself. And often when people cannot give MISER, when they cannot give the funds, but they can sometimes give of their time, give of the services, give of their expertise. In fact, Ramosha Feinstein has a chuva, I don't have the exact source in front of me, but we can look it up if anybody wants to know. But Ramosha Feinstein has a chuva that when it comes to giving 10%, you have to give not only 10% of your earnings, but one should give 10% of one's time and expertise and resources to tzedakah. So this is a very valuable lesson, and I hope that we take this to heart. And we know that many people will give of their professional services to the shiva, to the shul, whenever it's needed. In any event, happy Lag Bomer, everyone. Hope everyone has a great day, and we will see you here next time, God willing, as we continue to study. P'nenei halacha, teachings of Rabbi and Malamed, Shlita.